Welcome to the Untamed and Unashamed podcast. This is a place where together we can navigate through life's ups and downs with all of the vulnerability, compassion, and openness that we can muster. Along with the help of guests from all walks of life, we'll discover new truths while doing some unlearning, and we'll gain valuable tools for becoming who we already are, while also uncovering our divine gifts. I am Jade Bryce, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Our guest today is regarded by many, including by me, as one of the most respected and influential health experts in the world. At an early age, he was mentored by some of the world's top health authorities and quickly developed a deep passion and curiosity that drove him to question and expand upon everything that he was taught. He grew up learning the fundamentals of biodynamic farming and was influenced by a sophisticated curriculum that focused on both the right and left brain development to improve neuroplasticity and increase his ability to learn. He has committed his life's work to seek knowledge and truth and advocate for keen discernment in all areas of life. He led a project in Palo Alto, California called College Center Terrace Center, a $600 million fully sustainable green project. He handled every aspect of the capital stock on the project to its completion, and at that time, he knew his mission was to help the ecology of our world and the health of humanity. In 2017, he founded Symbiotica, an innovative wellness company that designs sophisticated organic nutritional formulations scientifically proven to increase vitality and longevity by filling the nutritional gaps from a typical modern-day diet. Symbiotica's mission is to inspire individuals to take ownership of their health through proper nutritional supplementation and sound education. Following the creation of Symbiotica, he found passion in teaching, and has mentored multiple world-ranked athletes in nutrition and spirituality to enhance their capabilities through their successes. He holds the viewpoint of a lifelong student and often says, this is just the beginning. His vision for the future is to continue opening people's eyes to the power that lies within them, to regain their sovereignty, to empower themselves and their communities. Please help me welcome Sherveen to Untamed and Unashamed. Uh, it's good to be here with you, first and foremost. I was on the Skinny Confidential yesterday that I actually filmed the first episode in Austin. Oh. Um, so I was up with them yesterday, so I'm on the heels of that. And um, I just got back from Mexico, so I'm like kind of grounding my spirit, my body, and my mind in. There's a lot swirling around, a lot of energy going on. I'm sure mm -hmm. you can feel it. Yeah. And um, you asked me about my background. I was uh, born and raised in San Diego, California. And I have my parents immigrated here from Iran. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm the firstborn son of my generation, born in a new world, if you will. And with that came a lot of growing pains, but also a lot of beauty. And it was through some of the struggles that I saw my parents deal with that I was able to ascertain a lot of wisdom from and was able to gain perspective from outside of, you know, someone that 
didn't have those types of involutions occurring at such an early age. Mm. And so I was, I was born in the 80s, grew up in the 80s, 90s in San Diego. And um, I knew at an early age that there was something spiritual about this life uh, outside of what I fundamentally could see, touch, feel. Mm-hmm. There's so much more um, on the other end of it. And that took me into a, a space where I was really kind of detached a little bit as a kid. I was more in my own world. Um, I preferred solitude over spending time with other kids, at least at the early stages of my life. You know, mm-hmm. I remember from five, six, seven, eight, I was a wanderer and loner. They call me melancholy. Melancholy, exactly. <laughs> I like that. That's beautiful, actually. And so, you know, um, that's a that's a road that we travel. And I... I now understand how that makes perfect sense because when a, a baby is forming in the womb from third trimester to age seven, their brain is on a Hertz path signal called theta. And theta is the is the you know, is the electrical hertz of imagination and also learning everything around you and experiencing it, digesting it, assimilating it, and seeing what works for you. And mm-hmm. it's very beautiful because that's how our mother, our source code, our whatever this is, has designed the human to be, is to be able to incorporate everything around them at those at that precious age, which is why it's so important, you know, to be very mindful and heartful around children at such an early age, even in the womb. You know, they feel and experience everything. And um and so my parents were, you know, just a- allowed me to have that free range. My mm-hmm. father was, you know, very pragmatic and open-minded and progressive and just really wanted me to be happy in all ways, where my mom was more um, of a fire energy and just driving and wanted me to be the best at everything and wanted me to learn everything. She put me in every program you can imagine, from singing to piano to extracurricular activities to all the sports and um, I really, she, she hold, held a lot of potency for me as far as like shooting me into wanting to be the best version of myself. Um, around that time, around seven or eight, I also was starting to get into um, farming. You know, I was really attached to our soil. We had mm. a garden in our backyard and it was very traditionary for um, my mother and some of my friends to get into the garden and learn how to grow food. And that was one of the most important early on stage steps of this karmic life was to learn and, uh, and really feel the, the earth and, and to plant something and not only to plant it, but to also nourish it and to hold stewardship over it. And I believe it was in that stage of of taking care of something that you had seeded where I learned empathy because at at that age I I was responsible for this plant, for this fruit, Mm -hmm. watch it bear results of something that I was eventually going to be eating was very powerful. And I remember really grasping that at such an early age. And this is before I even got introduced to Waldorf education and to biodynamics and Rudolf Steiner and my anthroposophy, you know, that had that bloomed, you know, a couple of years later. And so I was able to have that, which I don't think was random. It was all ordained and all destined destiny. 
Um, and that's my true belief system. You know, I, I, what my perspective is, is my belief. And um, after that, I, I, you know, I, I went into, you know, sixth, seventh grade. And I was, that's when my mentorship began with my cousin, uh, David Wolf. And so David was, um, you know, he's half Persian, half American. And uh, he was right at the stage of his evolution of becoming, you know, David Avocado Wolf, mm -hmm. the raw Buddhist. And so he didn't just one day become who he is today. He had to go through his, his whole situation. So he's 11 years older than me. So I was 9, 10. He was 20, 21, 22, around that age. And, <laughs> you know, he wasn't teaching me uh basic geometry and algebra and going over my english literature we he was teaching me about the banking system he was teaching me about who won the real wars and who wow. were the all that he exposed me to all kinds of concepts and ideas that are now floating around social media and memes. Mm -hmm. you know, I was learning about the Bilderberg group and Freemasonry and all, all of this stuff at age nine and 10, when wow. I'm not in middle school yet. And I remember I was so fascinated because my mind was prepared for that. And I always knew that there was something missing in terms of what was being purported. And, be, and because of my background of being Iranian, um, I had the opportunity to know that most of the wars that had been fabricated in the Middle East were all by design, were mm -hmm. all by a way to manipulate and to create some form of turmoil so you can come and create enemies and, div and divide and conquer. And so I had that at an early age because of my father. I was learning about all of these things. I mean, if United, if the, if I won't say this here, but if Iran and Iraq didn't go into war in the eighties, I would have probably gone back to Iran and lived and grew up in that life. Mm. And so there, there's so many things that were swirling around me, were giving me an opportunity to look at things differently. Mm -hmm. and my human design, I didn't know it at the time. I'm a one three generator, which means I'm the investigator. I am the anarchist and I'm the martyr. And mm. So I, I investigate everything. Um, I learn how to build things differently that can implode something to very disruptive. And then at the same time, I'll die for the cause. You know, I'll give it my all. And I'm doing that right now in my life currently. Like I put myself on the line when I certainly don't need to. Mm -hmm. And so having that background where, you know, David was teaching me all of these things and it started to get a little esoteric and I started to learn more and more wisdom. It all seemed to root back into health. It was all about health. Like I, I was, that was the main investigation is that, Oh, they're, they're giving us toxins. They're giving us poisons. They're not allowing us to reach full potential. Most people are out to lunch. They have mm -hmm. no idea what they're putting in their body. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense because we're talking about the, we're talking about the early nineties. Mm -hmm. is was one of the most destructive decades of modern of our modern epoch or our modern dimension uh dimension whatever this whatever this world is mm -hmm. that time frame was when you know it was off the heels of the you know the hippie revolution of everybody coming together blissing 
on psychedelics, on all of these beautiful harmonizing plant medicines and had an, enough of this fabricated war and all this crazy Vietnam stuff. And all of a sudden the government came in and said, you know, we can't have all these people connecting and blissing out, Yeah, make them all on the schedule one drugs. And then let's crank up the alcohol and let's crank them. Yeah. We can't have them in their power. Can't have them in their power. Yeah. Can't have them loving each other. And boom, let's bring in alcohol and cocaine and mm-hmm. mix those two together and some disassociates like quaaludes and stuff like that. All of a sudden mm-hmm. you have you have the late 70s, boom, into the 80s. And what was the 80s? It was all materialism. You know, you had Madonna's material girl, and from there it was Wall Street, and it was all of these big massive investment bankers and corporatocracies taking over. And then you had the big boom of industrial industrialization. And so many companies out there running around like a chicken with its head cut off, just destroying everything in nature in in this this process of stakeholders and and fiduciary obligations to make money every quarter. That's the pharmaceutical boom. That's what, I mean, it's just, it just went gangbusters, Uh, Mm -hmm. MTV culture, all of this stuff just took off. And we went into this like heightened materialism. And I remember in the early nineties, I'm 11, I'm 10, 10, 11 years young. And I was so like, I, I couldn't resonate with any of that stuff. It was like mm-hmm. so gross to me and just so um, diabolical, actually. And so um, from there, you know, we started going deeper into, you know, conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. And so by the time I was in high school, I went to La Jolla High School, I was just like, this whole thing's a hoax. Everything about this mm. paradigm is false. And I didn't have a really spiritual background, but it was more of, you know, I was, I, I was more like, I was ready for war. I was becoming militant mm. and I was stepping into this like anger and frustration. So, you know, I think everyone goes through that phase of like, what the fuck? This, how could they do this? And then it's, and then you have rage and then the rage settles and then you start grounding into like, how can I really, you know, be of service to myself first and then everyone around me. And so, um, so I, I realized that this whole thing is, is nonsense. And that was when I started going, get, I got into anthroposophy. And that's when the, the Waldorf education really started to unfold for me. So I was going to programs every summer, learning about um, a whole new way of thinking. And it, it, there was no speed bump for me. I was already there. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I created momentum in my life. And um you know, I was a wild kid, you know, I was this wild kid from La Jolla surfing every day, but also out of control in so many beautiful ways. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take anything back, but um, it, does, it it made me who I am today, where I feel like I'm courageous to go outside of the box and do mm-hmm. things differently. And that's what we're doing right now with my entire tribe and this, this entire organization of Symbiotica and mm-hmm. uh, what we stand for and what we're going up against. So um it's 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 a beautiful undertaking i've met so many incredible souls on the way um and i feel like i'm a very you know crystal clear mirror uh for a lot of people and and for better for worse i i feel like um i'm just being me and you know love me or hate me it's it's just it is what it is. <laughs> people do tend to love you or hate you huh yeah you know it's when you're when you're so like in your power you're a prime target yeah, yeah. Yeah, for both. Well, men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you're, um, you know, speaking about the empathy for the earth um, made me tear up because uh, me and my, I have a five and six year old and every morning 
we dance in the sun to get our 20 minutes of sun. And then we put our hands on the earth. We thank the earth. We promise it that we're going to take care of it. And we feel its energy. And we ask like what it's needing and, and also ask for what we're needing. And we've been doing that since they could crawl, you know, and my son, every time he sees litter, he says, Oh, earth, I'm so sorry. You know, like there's that empathy that's been developed by just developing that relationship. And then, you know, Kyle, you're uh, also good friends with Kingsbury. They, he took my son out to harvest the Buffalo. And, um, I asked for the heart because I wanted to do a ceremony with it. And, uh, you know, we ate some of it raw. We, we prayed to it. We asked for abundance, all these things, buried a part of it. And then I cooked some of it and I accidentally burnt a little piece. And my son bawled cause like, cause he, he was there for the giving of its life. So the fact that this little piece of its heart had been wasted, it like really affected him. And I just, I'm so thankful. You're so blessed to have that. That's yeah. beautiful. I'm like feeling the codes. I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to say mm -hmm. that's like, that's like one of the most beautiful things to have um, awareness of from your child, you know, that they have, they're, they're so clear in that sense. And they can see, you know, because of the amount of consumerism that's going on right now and the amount of escapism, which I think is the root of my, mm -hmm. uh, my, my, I would say my mission slash message here is that escapism is taking us out of the being aware and being sensitive to these things and actually thinking that these things matter right. where today it's like we've just lost all of that and we're so stuck on some like you know nonsensical electronical device that's taking right. us to another bullshit paradigm right which really they've never yeah i've made that's been a, a very um big goal in my parenting is for them to develop a relationship like that instead of with devices of course uh, and I want to get into that with you as well but the other thing I wanted to bring up um, is I loved how you know you hit this point where you were like wow it's all rooted back to our health and then you went on this journey of wanting to bring other people in alignment with that with their health and um, being sovereign and knowing that they can take charge of that and I uh, I was thinking about how in my own journey uh, you know, with a similar, a, a different upbringing from yours, but a similar personality and um, outlook on life. I hit this point where I felt like, oh, this is all rooted to our sexuality. And then I, I developed this strong desire to want to help everyone to heal their shame and sexuality and to bring God into their sexuality and merge it with their spirituality. So I love that there was this very parallel path that took us into this, like, wow, I want to help people heal this. And even though they're two different things, but they're not separate, it's, you know, uh, so I love, I love they're the really different. The yeah. Um, yeah. They're definitely one and the same. And that's beautiful work that you're doing, you know? or the suppression of the sexual energy and the sexual awareness is I've never been higher probably in the history of mankind. Yeah. It's like one of the most, uh, you know, when you suppress that you are enabling so much interesting and, you know, I would say low vibrational behavior yeah. because you're, 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 you know, you're empty in so many ways. And when you feel like that leaky emptiness because you can't express and you don't know what's right and wrong, that's just going to jump you into more erratic behavior. It's yeah, yeah. I, I know that firsthand for sure. Um, before I ask you about the devices, you brought up that your um, 
like craving some grounding right now and that you're, you're cultivating grounding in your day to day and that there's something like stirring uh, energetically. And I feel that a lot of people that are on this path that have answered the call um, they're it seems like this full moon and spring equinox were like really potent um, and almost like some health issues came up for a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. even like for all of my mentors as well. And I'm curious, I myself had a ton of expansion last week with some medicine journeys and just with some, um, some even and a lot of sober work, but this week I'm feeling the contraction. So I'm curious, what is a lie for you in that right now? Is it, is it the transition of the, into the spring? Is it, was it, what was up with this full moon too? Like I was bloated as fuck. This was the most bloated I'd ever been on this full moon. So there's something like you said is, is up. I didn't know if you had anything though that came up for you in it. That's so interesting that you, um, you're holding on to hydrogen. Your, your body was retaining water mm. and, um, you know, the spring equinox for me is the real new year. You know, that is the real, you know, that that's it. I mean, that's, uh, it was so it's the Persian new year is spring equinox mm-hmm. and that's our notaries. And we celebrate that with so many fundamental traditionary stuff. Plus when you add my anthroposophy to it and I'm really understanding where we are in our cosmos, you'd understand that it's more than just, you know, the breaking of winter or the onset of growth, it's so deep in terms of metamorphosis. Your body, your mind, your spirit, especially if you're connected to the land and you're connected to our cosmology, you have the opportunity to go through a serious involution and really and really grow genetically and express epigenetically at the highest level of your own frequency. So this particular um, equinox for me was extremely powerful. Um, we had just celebrated my dad's three-year transition, and I, um, in my culture, that's a very powerful number, and it was almost like a rite of passage for me in particular, um, because I'm stepping into, you know, my authority, I'm stepping into my true manhood at this point, I'm going in that phase of life, and um, I'm able to reflect with the seasons, the experience I'm having, so I don't think it's a unit. I, I think there's so much more detailed um, awareness that we can have for ourselves versus a universal perspective on just, you know, basic horoscopes or Western astrology and stuff like that. So you really have to tune in to where you are in your life cycle mm. and what you are, and not so much like what your intention is or, you know, what you, you find out is your life's purpose, but so much like what, what have you gone through in this life? Like what phases, what, what is your, 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 the phases of your life look like? And then you mirror that with our seasons and you really get concrete, concrete about not being in denial about certain behavioral patterns and actions that you've taken. I'm talking about mastery here. There's, there's so we can so easily go into the clouds of like all and project beauty. That's which is great. The biology of belief is fantastic. We have to call that in. There's no reason to be negative, but we also have to be designers and strategic to what we are. If we're not, we're just in, you know, some type of, you know, we're in the clouds and it just Mm -hmm. becomes like a fluff spiritual perspective Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. 
it's uh, for me anthroposophical work work is really looking at identifying your patterns and looking at your um, at the lens of your conscious through a mirror and seeing exactly how you showed up for yourself and your behavioral patterns with everybody around you mm. so you get better and you can grow and ultimately glow from the maturation and the strategic strategies of, of correcting things that you know are not in your best intention, but you did it anyway. You yeah. would know that. And, and that's part of, you know, becoming sovereign. You know, we talk about sovereignty and freedom and all of these things, but ultimately sovereignty and freedom does not come from words. It comes from action. Mm-hmm. You know, and it comes from really finely tuning your craft. And that's why we have rituals and I don't, I don't do my rituals so I can talk about it on Instagram and tell people that I'm better than them because I do a hour and a half every day at 5 a.m. No, 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 that's bullshit. You know, we can we can show people what works for us and explain to them what works for us, but ultimately, yeah, exactly. And 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 for me, it's I, I look at something like the spring equinox as a as a moment in our cosmology and our timeline in whatever this this is i always say in whatever this is because i don't know what we're in you know and that's another powerful perspective is we can't have absolutes on things that we don't know it's very dangerous to do so yeah. and, I, and that's what the modern mechanistic world does they try to measure and, and and weigh and have definitive answers for everything when this world is completely irrational mm-hmm. uh, uh, so whoever's listening right now just sit into the fact that this world is irrational. And the more you try to rationalize everything, the more difficult it's going to get. Mm-hmm. So, long, long story short, you know, I evaluate through all my note taking. Um, I know I'm very alert on experiences that I have and moments of super highs and super lows. And I document them. And I document them through journaling and through audio and through video. I check in with myself. And it's through that you know, type of documentation and through that type of disciplinary action that I'm able to grow and actually like, you know, build pathways yeah. uh, to get to a, a, a result. And there's no perfection here. It's just, it's just growing and growing and growing. And it's just like medicine journeys. You know, you mentioned the mm-hmm. map and stuff. If you're not, if you're, if you don't have intention on the outcome, and you don't integrate the outcome, and you're not creating new innovative ways to grow and expand, then it's just a drug. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing with every breath, having intention with every breath, having intention with every action. Yeah. It's um, it's not, and I want to also just emphasize this, and then I'll stop. It's not being so analytical with every single step. It's actually the opposite. Because the more you grow fundamentally with making clear choices based on observing yourself, the, the less you're, you're going to have to be in a state of you know, loathing of self and, and being tough on yourself and yeah. all that stuff because you're, you're giving yourself the runway to actually grow. Yeah. Yeah, so 
Yeah, I, I, that resonates deeply. The intention that I bring to plant medicine ceremonies is the same intention I bring to my pleasure practice and to my meditation practice and to the way that I parent my children. And that's what makes it all a ceremony. That's what brings it all into, I mean, everything's a portal. When you, yeah. when you bring intention to it like that. Um, so that deeply resonates. Thank you. So I, I would love to hear you break down the dangers of our wireless devices and also what the safest way to use them is because uh, for me, I work out at the the super ritzy YMCA. Nice. <laughs> and so, so I don't have like a Bluetooth speaker I can't use like a Bluetooth speaker, right? So like my thought is like, well, I don't want to put Bluetooth headphones in my ear, but if I'm using the wireless, then my phone's in my, on my body, you know? So there's all these like, um, and then the same, like I know you, I believe you turn your phone on airplane mode in your car. So if you have long drives, do you just, are you in silence? Do you not do podcasts? Like what? It, how do you biohack this area of your life? Okay, so we, we have to get practical with our lifestyles, but also be aware of the possible potential damages that we're incurring, right? Mm -hmm. And so with non-native electromagnetic frequencies, they come in all sizes and all shapes, but for the most part, what it's doing is it's causing a disturbance in your field. We're electrical beings by nature. Mm -hmm. Our entire rhythmic cycle, circadian cycle, reproductive cycle, um, you know, our our neurology, everything that's going on in our brain is all governed by a very, um, you know, specific signal of electricity that's channeling throughout the body. That's why we're made of minerals and water and sodium and all these things. That's because it's electric current that's mm -hmm. been processing. The fact that I'm communicating right now and even talking is a whole electrical expression. And so that being said, we're very sensitive to electricity. That's why we got to ground to the earth. That's why you got to get in front of the sun that's why, you know, certain therapies are so much more important than others. And so with EMF, we're now bombarded into a whole new level of radiation that we haven't seen in this time zone. And for me, I, it's, it's really about mitigating it at this point. It's not like we can't, we can't like bury our heads in the sand. I mean, unless, you know, you're ready to go completely off grid and you're ready to take that step forward. And that's that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Let's just call it what it is. Like when I'm on the islands and I, there are sp spans of times where I don't need to connect with anyone and I'm there by myself. It's not about social media at that point. It's not about my business. It's not about X, Y, Z. It's literally just about um, getting off grid. Then at that point, I'm completely away Wi-Fi. I'm completely away from routers. I'm away from being in any zone where I'm getting hit with a current. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not practical for most people. Most people are in the day-to-day. -day, they're growing their business. They're communicating with friends. They want to be part of a social club. They're on social media, whatever. They're at the YMCA. They want to listen to music. <laughs> I think for someone like you, I think definitely probably invest in an iPod and uh, mm -hmm. use an iPod. I mean, they're cheap and yeah. you can download all your music on there. And I forgot that those existed. Yeah, you forgot those are existed. Or you could just put your phone on airplane mode. Mm -hmm. uh, but even airplane mode, there's still a little bit of a more of a radiation static coming off that phone through that lithium battery than, uh, than you'd get from an iPod. Um, don't, I, I'm not a fan of the, the AirPods because they sit in the, um, in the skull they're in the cavity of the skull mm -hmm. and it's just you know the data is all over the place i've done a few posts on it 
um, why take that risk? Right. Why, why, why our brains are so sensitive. That's why we have the thickest part of our bones is our skull. And that's why we have the blood brain barrier. We don't need that. We're getting, we're already getting hit with enough stuff as it is um, in your home. For me, it's not about using Wi-Fi in the home. It's about, uh, you know, fiber optics and ethernet. If you can afford that, if you have access to doing that, um, I had my whole house in the sanctuary. My previous home was all wired through Ethernet. And um, you can really notice the difference. Like I was, I'm staying in hotels and I come back home to the sanctuary. I mean, within like an hour or two, any symptoms that I would have of irritability, headache, you know, mm -hmm. heart, you know, bouncing all over the place, stress, gone. Mm -hmm. And it makes total sense because radiation, it confuses the signals of the body and adds cortisol spikes throughout the body. So all of a sudden your body thinks you're, you know, you're ready to fight someone or you're, you got to run away from something. So you're kind of living in that sympathetic state mm -hmm. and when you're in that sympathetic state, your body can't harmonize. It can't rejuvenate. It can't metabolize properly. It doesn't sleep properly. So all of a sudden you're just like getting thrown out of whack mm -hmm. and to get a little bit more detailed, it affects the way that our cells um, have a release calcium. So calcium is one of, the one of the most important minerals to keep our body's pH at the right level. Calcium is the, has the highest pH of any mineral. It's around 12. And so we have something called calcium ions, and that's an exchange that takes place through the electron chain transfer. And when you're getting hit with, they've tested this, when you get hit with Wi-Fi, which is you know millions of gigahertz of radiation, or you're getting hit with uh, 5G, then those those calcium ions basically dump and they explode at a rapid rate to the point where you get, you know, cellular death or even worse, it turns into some kind of cancer. Yeah. And so we just have to be pragmatic about it. There are technologies. I have I have some technologies here um, that could be working. You know, it's it's just one of those things where. You kind of have to trust in it, and there's a placebo effect a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever you can do to mitigate your and a placebo effect is still an effect. So yeah, it really is. Yeah. You know, it's a mind frame, and your mind's powerful. The biology of belief is real. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, at the same time, you can't you can't mind control yourself mm -hmm. to freedom if you're getting dumped on twenty four seven. And where where you sleep at night is really important. You know, you, you you can't be disturbed at night with all kinds of, you know, radiations. Turn your Wi-Fi off at the very least, at least two or three hours before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. And that applies with dealing with blue lights, um, you know, and all the all the different frequencies that disturb us. We got to go back to primal. Like everyone's asking me, Shervin, how do I cleanse? How do I detoxify? How do I get back to where I'm feeling good? What what is it? is it? Do I need to do X, Y, Z? And I'm always like, well, before we add something, we got to remove that which is killing you. Yeah. Uh, we got to remove that. And it's getting back to the basics. Even before all of our formulas at Symbiotica and all that kind of stuff, like you, you have to get to a state of balance. Mm -hmm. It's fundamental to the common things that we just take for granted, like waking up, and getting some breath in, hydrating yourself, mineralizing yourself, getting some sea salt into your body, moving your body, opening up the lymph nodes, getting all your cleansing out, scraping your tongue, you know, all of these things, slapping your face a little bit, 
uh, putting your feet on the dirt, letting father's son turn on every immunological function by hitting you all over your body for men. It's all over our bodies, naked, same thing for women. Those are fundamentals that have to take place because if we're skipping those, we're heading into a momentum of sickness and disease. And momentum can work in any direction. It doesn't have to be, you know, optimal or danger zone. They go in any directions. Like I, I said on a podcast not, not too long ago, I was at a uh, friend's house and I saw on TV this poor guy that they were cutting down a wall to like forklift him into a hospital because he weighed a thousand pounds. Mm. And I, my mind was processing what I was seeing. You know, it's to me, you know, some people, it's like, it's like shock value for them to see that. And that's why they probably make that into a TV show. Mm -hmm. They know that that's like, people are just like, they're getting a dopamine hit by seeing that. But I remember when I saw that, I was greatly affected. It was, it was horrific. And it, I felt a lot of pain, not for just that poor soul, but for all the kids that are obese out there and overweight or onset diabetes or diabetic, have metabolic diseases. I see those kids and I don't see kids that are overeating. I see kids that are starving for nutrients. Yeah. And, and, and I, I saw that and I was like, that poor guy, he didn't get like that overnight. That was momentum. He might've been bullied by his parents. He might've gotten to bullied by kids at school. All of a sudden he's escaping with food. He's not moving his body, you know, his thyroid stutter sputters and all of a sudden, boom, cascading effect. He's a thousand pounds and they got to, take him to do some kind of bariatric surgery bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's momentum can go any direction. Mm -hmm. You have the key principles in life to at least be rooted there to then create solid momentum to go into high, higher levels of attainment and then hit mastery. Because I, I feel the same thing with you, Jade. I think you're here to hit mastery. Mm -hmm. Like for, you're forever a student. Like right. I'll always be a student. Mm -hmm. I just never, you know, chop wood, carry water, we can I can't live any other way. No other way. And so if, if someone's listening to this, you just got to ask yourself, I mean, maybe this isn't for you. You know, that's another thing is I, I'm past this whole thing. Like, oh, you're not bathing in the right water. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh, I can't believe you're doing X, Y, Z. The fact that you're eating this food, you're on this pharmaceutical drug. I'm over that. Yeah. Enough of that for my, my entire life. Now it's more like maybe this is working over here. It's working for me. If you want to jump on this ride, more power to you. But this is just my brand of bullshit. Yeah, and I'm thankful for that because I think that that part of the patriarchy of like right and wrong is being crumpled right now. And it's it's when we're coming at it from this place of invite, you know, and, and a place yeah. of non-judgment, that's yeah. typically when they want what we have as well, you know. Um, that's sales 101, right? Yeah, like like the, the used car salesman, like if he's coming out here and he's like, you got to take got, got to get this car. It's got this, this, this. You're just like, no, I want no part of that. But right. if he comes out and he's like, I don't know if you can handle this. This this might not be for you. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're kind of like, wait, what? I want that. Mm -hmm. so that. That applies. Yeah. And so I know in my home, like I unplug everything in my room. I have a timer on my wi-fi that you know turns it off That's um right. i've got blue light off of all my devices and then i just found out that there's like a screen you can put over your tv as well since tvs don't have that setting sadly faraday cage yeah some kind of faraday yeah blocks all the radiation out yeah and then um you know 
all amber lighting, stuff like that. Um, so, so I'm, 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 uh, I just had those like more simple questions of like, what do I do when I'm at the gym and in my car? So I don't know why I didn't even think of an iPod. That's so simple. Like, so simple. Yeah, I did. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I also, though, I'm curious if there's a connection between EMF and parasites. And um, you've said that parasites are the single most undiagnosed health issue in the history of mankind. And I mentioned to you that on the full moon, I get super bloated. I'm not, I haven't figured out the root cause yet, but um, yeah. Is there, do you feel that there's a connection there? And also, um, you know, I lived in a house with mold for a while. Um, I don't know if mold and Lyme and parasites and EMF, if they're all kind of like dining. They're all all related. Okay. Okay. They're all 100% related. And the way that they're related is that um, they just, they, you know, they affect each other and they potentiate each other. So think of your immune system as a wall that's wrapped around the inner you. Mm -hmm. And the more chinks in that wall, you know, the more, the more infestation that's going to get into the, to the real you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you're just getting, you know, cause we're all like, th- no matter what happens, I have bacteria in my body. I have parasites in my body. I have heavy metals in my body. It's just part of being human in this reality, no matter what mm-hmm. the, the goal is, and the is staying in relative balance and homeostasis for as long as you can. And that's our lifespan. And then once you're out of the health span, you enter the disease span, that's going to happen no matter what. It's just, it is what it is. This is part of being in this, this life. They, they, they say life is suffering. Yeah. Part of it is suffering. So we have to acknowledge that once we can acknowledge that, then we can go, okay, well, what, what practices in my life can I do to make sure I'm in my greatest for as long as I can? Because for me, it's not about living to, yeah, I get this all the time. Sure. Are you trying to live to a thousand years old? Why, why don't you just, relax and have fun. And then I'm like, dude, I'm having the best time ever. I'm not trying to live to a thousand. What I'm, what I'm working for and what I'm projecting is that I'm going to be young and healthy forever. You know, that's like, that's my mindset. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of parasites and mold and how they, um, how they work and potentiate with EMFs, parasites are in everything that we're exposed to especially in this modern metropolitan ecosystems that we find ourselves in. And also in the lower equatorial regions of the world too, you have heavy parasite infestation in those areas. And so we are exposed to parasites sexually. We're exposed to parasites in our food. We're exposed to parasites in public places. It's coming off people's you know, breath. It's being passed on left and right. Now, if you don't have the immune capabilities for defense systems immediately, you are going to get ran over more by parasites. And what do I mean by that? I've I've given a lot of, I would say, you know, private lectures on alkaline water, for example. And when I say alkaline water, I don't mean natural alkalinity from a spring that's charged and has particular minerals in it. I'm talking about, um, you know, alkaline machines that... Mm -hmm. You know, use electrolysis. If you're drinking water like that, you're diluting your hydrochloric acid in your gut. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be alkaline beings. We're supposed to have alkalinity outside of the cell, uh, excuse me, inside, uh, outside of the cell. And on the inside of the cell, we're supposed to be acid. That's the polarity. That polarity creates our charge. 
and creates energy. Our gut is supposed to be very acidic. But if we're, if we're drinking, you know, alkaline water all day long and we're vegan, then all of a sudden your ability to, to stop pathogenic viruses and diseases and parasites on its first defense line mm-hmm. is gone. And you're, you're getting ran over and you're getting buried um, left and right. And then from there, parasites, they build into the system of the body and they, and they basically burrow and create biofilms and all these different things, and they're locked in there. There's a lot of neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's and ALS that are being linked to uh, parasites, MS as well, multiple sclerosis. And I've looked at the literature on it, and it makes total sense on how parasites are activating these diseases Mm -hmm. because they're eating the calcium lining and the myelin sheath of our nervous system, which is why people are, are having problems. When you have that, you're, you're then exposed to something like co-infections like Lyme's and all these other different things um, that could be happening, which turn into autoimmune diseases. So we're in this like, we're in this like infinity movement of autoimmune, which is really just your body's out of alignment. That's what autoimmune means. It means yeah. that something is not being balanced properly. And then you have, you have your microbiota is distorted because your pH is off and you're not you're not able to grow healthy bacteria that's supposed to be in there. Then you're getting hit with EMF. So the EMF activates all these pathways for your body's immune system to have to go and work on that. So it leaves this area. So you're defenseless there. And then this co-infection or this one sexual partner you have just completely destroyed you. And now you're, you're, (laughs) you're at rock bottom, which can happen like that within a few weeks. And I see it all the time. Yeah. So I read The Cure for All Diseases, and she pretty much linked all diseases to um, liver flukes. And so I started doing coffee enemas like every day for like six months. I like couldn't, I canceled all the play dates and everything. I just like my world revolved around it. Yeah. And then I think I kind of overdid it. Um, And then my body started trying to protect itself simply against that. Um, I know you said to supplement with copper. I'm curious. Um, so two questions off of what you, all you said, like, do we need to, um, do, should we all supplement with copper? Is there some people who shouldn't? And then also once it's turned into an autoimmune disease, like Lyme supposedly isn't treatable. Like, what do you do at that point? I think Lyme's is treatable. There are certain autoimmune diseases that once it's made, it's like full throttle, you're pretty much, you're at its mercy. But limes, I believe you can take down um, through proper therapies. And, and uh, actually, it, so let, let me rewind a little bit there. Okay. We're in this, we're in this like, mindset that we have to cleanse, 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 cleanse. I think we're over cleansing. I think we got to get to a point where we can, uh, you know, we can remove some of the main poisons in the body. So, for example, if anyone has Lyme's disease, what I would tell them first and foremost is how's your oral health? That's one of the first questions that I ask them. How is your oral health? And they go, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, do you have any metal in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Number one, do you have amalgams? Number two, do you have cavitations? Were your, did you have your wisdom teeth pulled? And I don't know if you were following me. This was about a year ago. I went and had all four cavitation surgeries at once. I thought I was like the, the poster boy of health. And then 
one of the gal, one of the doctors that sits on my board, Dr. Valerie Cantor, if you haven't listened to that podcast on Wake the Fake Up, you should. We get deep into oral health, which is the root cause of many of these problems. So I had cavitations from wisdom teeth that were pulled 20 years ago. And these are deep pocket infections that I, I was asymptomatic, right? Didn't notice it, but it was coming into my body all the time and leaving me susceptible to so crazy all kinds of stuff right so you're trying to fight lyme's disease and co-infections and babesia and all these different microorganisms but the whole time you have pathogenic diseases in your mouth that are just leaking down you're not getting anywhere so we got it we got to start and execute strategically copper has a subatomic charge that detonates and kills bacteria and viruses on contact that's how yeah. copper works that's why you know we build with copper in our homes that's why you know the ancients were using copper you know copper is one of those materials that have so many uses and in the body it acts as an anti-parasitic compound and it's one of the most important things we have uh, two forms of copper in our zinc copper complex which is a freaking powerhouse formula i think everybody should be on copper if they're taking that supplement is that enough that's enough okay that's enough uh, for right now, until we find something better, you know, it's, it's just, which I'm sure you will, because that's yeah, we're working on something really cool right now, actually. I do have a question about your magnesium. So, wait, I want to say one thing before okay, we get to the, the liver fluke. So, liver, liver, uh, that's like the main thing I talk about on my Instagram is liver. Liver is the most important organ in the human body by far. So many emotions. Oh, wow. I feel that. Same here. My dad would call me Jigar, which means liver. So he'd say, he'd call me his liver. And that's a term of endearment mm -hmm. in the Persian culture, which because the liver is what cleanses you. It's what, mm -hmm. it's what metabolizes everything in the body. It's what geotags everything in the body. It's beyond just cleansing. It's, the, it's the master alchemist of the body. Mm -hmm. And the statistics are crazy. 90% of the population has some form of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. 90%. And we're not even talking about the alcoholics or people that are drinking occasionally. We're in such a disarray of our liver. It's unbelievable. And if you, if you understand Chinese traditional herbal medicine, you would know that the liver is where we hold our pain, anger, frustration. And it makes sense why this world is so crazy because yeah. everybody's liver is just stagnated with so much pain and anger and it's clogged up. And when the liver's clogged up, the gallbladder's clogged up. When the gallbladder's clogged up. Well, it's processing all the vaccines and all of the things that's being put oh, in. Yeah. Pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and the foods, the water, all these things. You're, the, the, and we have something called the portal vein. The portal vein is clogged up. All of a sudden, the lungs get burdened with toxin. That's why everyone's breath stinks and they have halitosis. It's because they're clogged up in their organs. And it's so, and what do we do? This whole world is based on masking this stuff. You know, mm -hmm. antiperspirants, colognes, perfumes, crazy? or uh, gums, and all that stuff. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Our body is screaming to us and showing us that you are on the verge of collapse, that the toxicities are so bad that you're stinking, that you smell like, you know, putridity, and we're just overcoming it by masking it more and more and more. And uh, if your liver is not in a, in a state of clarity and it's filled with flukes and all these different things, forget about it. 
forget about it. So what do we do? What's the best thing we can do for our liver? Well, I, I, I would say you go through a round of liver cleansing. So that's going to be like gentle herbal cleansing. Um, you can, you can do, um, coffee enemas, but coffee enemas is not really cleansing your liver. It's just releasing glutathione. Um, that's kind of the action that it does. It doesn't really actually like cleanse the liver. Mm -hmm. um, so you go through a, a round of herbal cleansing and we have some information online about that, but ultimately you need to change the way you're eating because you're, it, it's the insulin response that's killing the liver. So if you're eating refined carbohydrates and you're eating a lot of sugary foods, a lot of um, condensed starches, you're destroying your liver. So you want to get Tylenol at the smallest headache as well. I mean, I mean, Tylenol is a disaster to the liver for okay. sure. That's like an insult. Mm -hmm. Most of those uh, over-the-counter drugs are really harsh on the liver. Yeah. But, but the main thing is people don't realize when you're eating a lot of carbohydrates, you're causing a lot of liver turnover and the liver is having a lot having to take that on. The insulin is really um, creates a lot of havoc for the liver. You want to start consuming a lot of choline in your foods. That's why most of our products are made from phosphatidylcholine. That's how we make our liposomes. And I actually have, I haven't even made this announcement, but fuck it, I'll do it right here. Yeah. I've been working for a year now on creating the ultimate liver gallbladder rebuilding formula. Wow. And it's almost ready. We're just, we just passed conceptuals. We're now in the design phase. Uh, we go into a pilot run in about two weeks. Wow. I'm targeting for this to be coming out sometime in late May. This will be a very easy supplement you take, and it rebuilds the functionality of both the liver and the gallbladder. Wow. And for women especially, this means that your thyroid is going to turn back on. This means that T3, the conversion of T4 and T3 is going to be way cleaner. T3 is going to be able to attach to certain parts of the body. It's going to get your hypothalamus and pituitary going. So it's, it's all universal. And that's how important the liver and gallbladder is. And um, also a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of eating raw egg yolks, you know, things like that, that supports the liver and gives us the liver the fat that it needs, um, even eating liver from time to time. So I'm not vegan. I've never been. I'm a qualitarian. I believe in qualitarianism. And uh, that's choosing what works for you mm -hmm. things with intention yeah we do a lot of beef organs but you brought up carbs do you not do any carbs i do carbs but i don't sit there and do and eat refined carbs all day long you know so mm -hmm. like there's a time and place that my body is craving to eat you know a sweet potato or some parsnip my body wants sweet potatoes every day <laughs> well with, and black rice with black rice like yeah black rice that's a good combo mm -hmm. Um, just my advice is eat that after you've crushed your body mm. and you've completed your, um, your glycogen in your liver. So that's the time that your body can utilize that without it spilling over and causing a surplus where your liver has to take on and you gain fat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So once you hit what, like, like, let's say you go and just crush a workout and hit like, you know, I, I don't mean like sitting on a treadmill. I mean like squats, clean sprints, stuff that activates mm -hmm. your longevity pathways. Mm -hmm. Post-workout, that's when you eat a meal like that. Okay. Yep. 
So, all right. So I have a couple of, I'm going to try to make these questions quick. I think the answers are probably quick okay. um, so that we can wrap it up. Cause I don't want to take, keep you for too much longer. Um, let's do this again. I think building momentum is beautiful and I'm sure more people will have questions and yeah. the whole point of this is for people to learn and for me to learn through this. Yeah. conversation. There were a lot of questions that came through um, the, when I posted it on the story. So I'm curious if you can just um, like, I don't know if it's a quick answer, but like your cleanest options for alternatives to gluten, nut milk, and sugar. So gluten, like it, you want to avoid it, but it's like even the alternatives aren't very clean or your body can't break them down. Nut milk, they all have the gums in them. And then sugar, like the only thing I've really found is monk fruit and it doesn't, doesn't really do much. <laughs> Wait till you try that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this this just answers all your questions in one. Um, so, I would I would make your own milk first. I've been working on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's you know make your own nut milk, sproutum. You know, mm -hmm. uh, macadamia nut milk is is really good for multiple okay. reasons. It's got the least amount of phytic acid, and it's actually a, a you know very pleasant to make. We make it over here. Um, I like raw cow milk. I think that's a medicine and raw goat milk and raw sheep milk. Uh, a lot of people that are lactose intolerant or, um, you know, they have certain reactions or an allergies to Usually that's just because they're drinking pasteurized dog shit. And that's, you know, metabolically, your body doesn't know how to handle a cooked sugar. And so that's why that's a problem. Plus there's no live nutrients in it. Um, your second one was sugar. Well, we work with full form, plant stevias so we don't i don't believe in refined stevia refined stevia is just way too sweet and it's just it's just like another byproduct of some industry but mm -hmm. full plant stevia you can find those extracts those are phenomenal and you just need like a micro amount like in your matcha or something mm -hmm. same thing with monk fruit if you can find um non-refined monk fruit you're stoked i could probably post some in my stories that's what we use okay and some of our symbiotica products. Um, and the third question that you asked me was gluten. gluten. Well, I don't eat any gluten. Um, right. I, I think if you want to, if, if it's like bread or something that someone's trying to eat, you just need to find a local person that f makes their own sourdough, right? Isn't that okay. kind of how that would work? So that's um, what I do, but I wasn't sure that was the best option. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's the best option. I, I, you know, I, I'm not in the mindset of I have to like find something to replace something with, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I was I was never there in the first place mm, okay. for me personally, right? Yeah. So it's how you do anything's how you do everything. So mm -hmm. I I don't I don't even think about is this gluten free or because I don't even eat things that would normally have gluten in them. Yeah. Okay. Keep it real. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, the other not substitution, but like same thing with the phone as far as it being practical with sunblock like so you say you don't expose your your face to the sun between like 10 and 333 uh <laughs> I, I, I do but not for more than like 10 15 minutes so yeah short, okay very short so when you have kids and you're going to the park or you're going to the beach or all of that and you don't want to burn but you yeah. want to absorb sun what do you do do you like because you 
you, you don't want to be like covered from head to toe either during certain hours, you know? So what's yes. practical? Well, you put a hat on. Yeah. You know, that's practical. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be out in the sun at, let's just say it's summertime and the mm-hmm. sun's in the Northern hemisphere, day. right. And you're and you're in Austin mm-hmm. and it's June leaving your sun, you're leaving your face exposed to the sun for a full day. is just kind of reckless. You know, yeah. you're but even the body, like my, like the shoulders and stuff can get really painful. Right. So you have to get practical here. So you're, everyone's different. My, my melanin in my body is different than somebody else's melanin. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to like, first we have to understand who we are and get mm-hmm. real. Right. Someone who's like really fair skin doesn't have the layer of protection that someone who's darker is, right? That's common sense. Number two, if you've been wearing sunblock for the last 10 years, and then you go in the sun and don't wear sunblock, you're going to get burned. Your body has morphed into that level because something else has come in outside of your own endogenous self to protect you or to mm-hmm. block the sun from you. So you got you to use common sense there. Like yeah. I'm not going to go to Costa Rica tomorrow somewhere equatorial and go surf for 14 14 hours without any sunblock i'd get worked even if i have melanin in my skin and i'm from persian descent you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that being said there are mineral sunblocks out there you know i'm actually working on one right now great that's all all organic all best Mm -hmm. ever it was the most requested product that we got from our Symbiotica audience that we start working on was a Symbiotica sunblock um, outside of a awesome. full alkalizing protein powder. And yes. so we're working, we're working on that right now. And cover your face with like a zinc or there are some good mineral ones out there that are pretty decent. Yeah. As far okay. as your body is, maybe a low SPF that's yeah. mineral based. It doesn't have weird shit in it, no fragrances okay. and stuff like that. I tend to like when I get health advice, be very black and white. So when I was like, he said no sunblock and no sun from 10 to 333, like I take it very like, this is what I must do. And then it like, it's, you know, as a mom, it's yeah. Okay. So there's a- we're just making a point, you know what I mean? We're making a point and we're just like, like look outside of bar. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few short questions that I ask everyone at the end of every show. The first one is if you could hug your younger self right now, what would you say? If I could hug him, mm-hmm. or what would I say to him as I hug him? Yeah. I would say, um, that's a really good question. I love that. I was just uh, in my younger self, in my, a dream that I had earlier in this rise. Um, I would say, hang on for the best journey of all time and love unconditionally, continue to love unconditionally. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, keep your heart open. Yeah. If you could have the whole world read one book, which would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone laughs at that one. That's so good. There's so many. I know. Uh, Maybe one some... that influenced you most or one that would be most useful in today's time. The DNA field, the DNA um, laws of resonance. Hmm. The DNA laws of residence. I've put that book out on my social media many times. Thousands of people have read it. It it'd probably take you two days to read it. Okay. And um, it is, it's very powerful. I mean, there's so many other books that are deep, deep, deep. This is just kind of one of those like, boom. Oh, okay. So the laws of resonance, it's called the laws of resonance and the DNA field. 
Mm, okay. And then if you could whisper one phrase to everyone on the planet, what would it be? Your true self is immaterial. Your conscious is ethereal. It pre-exists your body and transcends the material. Mm. Everyone hit rewind and hear it again. <laughs> All right. So just so you know, uh, the most common question from the audience was, like most people just wanted to know what your daily regimen was as far as eating to fitness to bedtime. A lot of people want to know if you drink alcohol, like, you know, those types of things. So yeah. if uh, if you don't have space to answer it here, I would maybe make an Instagram post so that um, commonly answered. My, my, my rituals, I'm up at five o'clock. I hydrate. Um, I get vertical. Um, I invert my body. I walk down to the beach. I put my feet in the earth. Um, I let the sun come and get my body as much as possible, depending on where I'm at. Um, then I come up. I come back up to the house, um, and I drink my shilajit at that point. So I mineralize at that point. Um, it's just a black tar mineral pitch resin, which everybody in the world should be on. Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there, maybe I go into my cold plunge or infrared sauna. By now, it's about 6.15. And uh, at that point, I look at my notes from the night before and what I got to get done. And then I'm grinding. I have calls with my team for the next two, two three hours. And then I eat my first micro meal which is probably some of my supplements and then maybe a few eggs um, and maybe a piece of fruit and then around 12 12 31 i like to get into the gym and i get my workout in um, it could be that day it could be sprints on the beach it could be a circuit it could be squats like a leg day whatever um, and i go pretty heavy in my workouts and then i come back i get um, i have my shake and then um, I get some reading done and do whatever stuff I'm doing if I'm not in the lab or in my office or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when the evening comes, I make sure that I'm totally present with the with the sunset. Now that the hours change, things have changed a little bit, but I'm getting my I'm getting my final meal in around six o'clock. Um, that's kind of like where I eat six thirty seven would be the latest. Mm -hmm. And on a normal night, I'm in bed by 10.30, the latest. Mm -hmm. um, I'm usually reading uh, before I go to sleep. And uh, that's it. I do it all over again. Yeah. Uh, in terms of alcohol, um, I have uh, – I, I drink a little bit of biodynamic wine um, that's coming from France or uh, Germany or Italy. Mm -hmm. I don't any domestic wines because of the sulfates and all the other stuff that they do to inoculate the wines and do the uh, conversions and all that stuff. And so those wines are really harsh for me. So I drink a little bit of wine. I'll probably have a couple of glasses of wine a week. Um, and it goes down really well. And if I'm going to do liquor, it's once every two months and it's going to be mezcal. Mm -hmm. And I'll have a couple shots of mezcal and really celebrate that tradition. Mm -hmm. And it's like almost like an enzyme. It just helps stimulate hydrochloric it's acid. Smoky. Smoky. And yeah. it's got a lot of spirit to it. Yeah. Alcohol is a very tricky substance. I can do a whole, we can do a whole lecture on alcohol. Um, it's got some cool stuff about it, but it's got some really harsh, dangerous things about it yeah. as well. 
Yeah. It, it, it literally pulls magnesium out of your body. And just that alone is something to really talk about. Yeah. So that's, um, I wanted to ask you a personal question. So your magnesium is the, this one, it's got one kind, right? So I had always been taking the magnesium, uh, breakthrough from bio optimizers, which is like seven kinds. Yeah. This is supposed to be in morning. I take this at night. It makes me sleep so much better than I do without it. Yeah. Um, well, like, I know you you preach magnesium so well and and that it's kind of like almost feels like a cure all in a way even though I know there's no such thing. Is this not really needed if I'm taking this? Well, I'm not going to say that. Um the the magnesium that you have in your hand, uh, the the art the symbiotica magnesium, oh. that's called magnesium L3-inate and that's a specific form of magnesium that crosses the blood brain barrier. And we have that in liposomal form too. So the bioavailability just goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. And there's 1300 milligrams of that three and eight in there. And um, we're so deficient overall in magnesium that the last place the magnesium gets is the brain. Mm-hmm. And so that's why people are reporting such like outstanding results by consistently taking that product. I take that product one or two a day on average. If I have more stress, I take more. Magnesium's burned off during stressful situations. Yeah. Magnesium is the conducting mineral for all cellular processes in the body, all nerve signaling. So if you take nerve signaling as the root, there's thousands of things that branch off from the cornerstone of nerve signaling, from heart to digestion, to liver, to restlessness, to anxiety, to muscle cramps, to vision. I can go on and on. That's why magnesium is just so important. So we have that. We also have our topical magnesium, which is the Dead Sea magnesium with DMSO. Mm -hmm. Most women I know are on and they religiously are using that. I use it every day on my chest, on my arms. Mm-hmm. And it's immediate absorption. So I'm getting my brain magnesium and I'm getting my body magnesium. I don't Maybe know the, the body at night then. Yeah. Well, I, the, the body at night is really good. Yeah. Because yeah, it absorbs immediately. Do you think that our probiotics need to be liposomal? No. Oh. Uh, no, I don't think so. If we had gut issues. Okay. Yeah. All right. Before I ask you anything else, just tell us where we can find you online and <laughs> where we can buy your products. Because... <laughs> you can find us at symbiotica.com c-y-m-b-i-o-t-i-k-a.com uh we are a rapidly growing company we just moved into our new headquarters slash campus uh, down in san diego we have the best team of all time there our best partners uh best all, everybody's in for the mission it's the all of our all of our team is in-house. We don't outsource anything. And we're doing that in California, mind you. That's amazing. It's just, it shows you like our commitment to excellence. I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. And how you do anything is how you doing, do everything. Um, I'm only on social media, on Instagram. It's my name, Shervin333. And then I have my private telegram room, which has become this like beating heart organism of people uh, that are showing up. There's no anonymous in there. Nobody can come in there and lurk. Everyone has to participate. And it's just became this incubator of sharing and reflection and reverence. It's so beautiful. And that's just the beginning. Yeah. Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. I, uh, I enjoyed getting to dig into health and into the heart with you. Thank it's you. my absolute honor. I really appreciate you and all that you're doing. And thank you for being in our world and contributing with what you do. And I look forward to talking to you more on that. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you soon.
Okay, big love. All right, you guys, that was a hard guest to let go because he's just such a wealth of wisdom and he's like a king of biohacking. It's like, I just wanted to, it felt like a, actually kind of felt like a consult. Like you guys just sat in on my, my coaching session with him. Um, but I hope that you benefited from that wisdom. Um, so I wanted to clarify, I spoke about nut milks. Um, if you go to his Instagram, you'll see he talks about nut milks a lot because they have all the gums in them, which are awful for our gut, but they also have um, calcium carbonate, I think is how you say it. And that's basically chalk that leads to heart disease. So I kind of have been feeling like, man, you can't fucking win because I don't like dairy screws up my gut, right? But I've tried raw milk and that hasn't really worked for me either. It's also hard to come by. And then, so now, you know, then there's nut milk, but then it's fucking got all this other stuff in it. Sorry for my F-bombs. I just, I get, I get worked up about the nut milk. <laughs> but then, you know, it has all this other stuff in it that's not good for us. So it just feels like, gosh, even eating clean, I feel like I can't win sometimes, right? But I can win. I know I can. I'm going to make my own. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Because I don't know. I bought a nut milk maker. It was like, it was, I don't know, like $25 on Amazon. Because I just got the one that you do yourself. Um, and I'm going to see how many nuts it takes to make like a good little carton. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know how time consuming and um, what the financial end of that is. Hopefully it's super yummy. But yeah, that's why I asked about the nut milk if that was confusing at all. All right. Going to thank our affiliates. Pleasure Wands and Yoni Eggs. That is wands.com, W-A-A-N-D-S.com. They have everything you could want there when it comes to pleasure. Wands, yoni eggs, anal plugs, they got it all. I love my pleasure wand. I have the cervical wand. I really want the one with the flower inside. And then uh, the yoni egg, good for toning the yoni, but also good for toning the face. You can look that up and research that. Code Jade for a discount. CBD all things CBD at directhemp.com, code Jade for a discount there as well. And lastly, but not leastly, higher dose infrared products. I use their stuff every single day, you guys. If I don't use their bioenergy mat before bed, I've probably used their infrared sauna blanket sometime during that day. They've also got a uh, infrared mask. I use something of theirs every single day. Code Jade75 for $75 off. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being on this journey with me. This uh, podcast episode had so much wisdom. So I, I hope that if someone came up for you, like you thought of someone during it, that you'll share it with them because it's likely that they may need to be hearing some of this. And if everyone who downloaded this episode would just hit the five-star review, it would make such a difference. There are way more downloads than there are reviews, and it would mean so much if you would just take one second to hit that five-star review. That is how I am able to book bigger guests and uh, get more sponsorships so that I can do what I love and make money while I do it. All right, guys, thank you so much. You can also join me on Instagram at Untamed and Unashamed Podcast. As always, be light, stay open, and remember... You belong here.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.